You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters Ray and Heather. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing, and your alignment with your source. When we feel good, we give the universe an opportunity with our point of attraction to receive even more good. We celebrate who you really are and who you're becoming. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Everyday Attraction here. You've got your feel-good sisters on the line. This is Ray. And this is Heather. And we are happy to have you aboard our ship, the good ship Lollipop. I don't know why that just popped into my head. (laughs) I'm like, what's the name of our ship? (laughs) The Feel Good Flow (laughs) ship. (laughs) We're happy that you're here. If you're here for the first time, we are so excited that you're listening to this crazy radio show slash podcast slash leading edge conversation of all things law of attraction, all things Abraham, all things, I don't know, whatever's up for us. That's kind of how we, how we roll. We try, um, you know, to come from the heart place, but really to bring the law of attraction into our everyday lives, hence the everyday attraction title. But it's about making, um, the law of attraction crunchy. I love that word crunchy. Crunchy. Making it crunchy. Like it's got grit. It's got, something you can taste it's something you can chew it's something you can use in your everyday life to really shift in how much joy and how much fun you're having because at the end of the day Heather isn't that what it's all about are you really enjoying your life to the fullest and are you loving the contrast as much as you could that means are you loving your life even though hell is breaking loose and poops hitting the fan <laughs> are you able to that's when it gets yeah. is that what you're talking about crunchy that's yeah. when it's crunchy yeah that's the best part i know that's the best part it's it's kind of like um when you're eating like jamoka almond fudge and then they have the almonds with the chocolate around it you know that's the best part the crunchy the crunchy, the the unexpected crunchy mm-hmm. part. But you know, you know, I know when I first got into listening to Abraham and the law of attraction and all this stuff, I wanted to avoid the crunch. That's how I, I got into this because because somebody told me I could avoid the crunch. Mm. You know, and I, and I think that's sort of what we hear the Abrahams and a lot of leading edge te- teachers talk about. It's like, oh, no, no, no. You came here to mess it up. You came here to deal with the physical reality in a way that is delicious and engaging and interesting. And you came here to, you know, to have some contrast, to have things go terribly wrong because they're never <laughs> really, really ever going terribly wrong, are they? <laughs> well, I guess it's all about perspective, right? I mean, they're never going terribly wrong, um, but it's certainly boring when they're just all going just boring. I don't know. Right, I mean, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. I, li- I just like the fun about it. And it's interesting because I was spending some time with a good friend of mine this weekend and we were talking about family and culture and expectations. And I realized that growing up in a family that doesn't have any... Um, ethnic background or culture. I mean, I know as an American, I have some level of culture, but it feels like I'm cultureless. On, I don't know. <laughs> I always wanted to be from another country because the, I love culture and I love diversity and all this yummy stuff. But I was realizing that I missed a lot of that parental pressure or expectation of a patriarchal or a matriarchal family that is supposed to go this way or that way or all these kind of like underlying rules or expect hidden expectations 
So I thought, wow, you know, I came into an easy life, but thinking my life was horribly hard, you know? <laughs> Comparatively. Yeah. It, yeah. It always is that perception. And, and there's so much about how we can step back and re-perceive. And something I've been saying a lot lately is to receive is to perceive. So you perceive first and then you receive in any situation that's happening. Part of the art in this law of attraction, yes, what you're pulling in is a match to the broadcast that you are. So you are energy, you are vibration, you're broadcasting something, whatever that is, whatever that emotion, that feeling, that thought systems, you're broadcasting that and you're getting back, you know, similar to that. But as you shift perception, you shift your broadcast and therefore you shift what's showing up. So it is interesting if you grow up in, you know, a very controlling culture or you grow up in a situation where you had a, you know, domineering parents and a, a lot of, of difficult choices, when you start to, re, you know, re, realize that you have a lot more freedom just in shifting your perception and just being able to, um, to see things as gifts rather than, you know, the the difficult story that you inherited. It's it's quite interesting. And we can sort of recast our past. And as you're just saying right now, you actually see that you had it pretty easy compared to somebody else who was being given a lot of, you know, a lot of uh, garbage. <laughs> well, I think what's interesting about it is as we see our lives the way we see our lives, we can't see our lives through anybody else's shoes or eyes or filter. Um, I always thought, oh, poor me, you know, I had this horrible alcoholic family, all these crazy weird things that happened to me. But there's so many other people that had way worse stuff, you know, so it's just all, it's all relative and really none of it's bad. But we, I, I, I think being a parent and I know, you know, Ray and I are both parents of young children, um, there's so many people out there wanting to shelter their kids from everything. And I'm not like that. I'm like, throw them in with the wolves. <laughs> Let them get, I mean, because to me, it's all about like figuring out what resonates, what doesn't, what feels good, what doesn't, you know, just let it rip. <laughs> well, I think when you know what you know, you can have a level of confidence that says, uh, you know, sources got their back regardless. Oh, yeah. And I think that's something that you know, as parents is, is, is a struggle because the world does seem very big and daunting. And, you know, if we listen to the news way too much, which is, it's just, you know, a nonsensical, you know, mashing up of the worst things that happened. And, you know, and, and when you listen to that and you sort of set yourself up for a lot of fear, doubt and worry, you end up in this kind of crazy shelter shelter mode where you're right. They, you know, the kids aren't experiencing their own contrast and having opportunities to, you know, make their own decisions. And, and that's important. But, you know, as we've always talked about, unless you know the roller coaster is safe, it can be very scary, you know. Yeah. So having, you know, part of what I love about these teachings and having a connection with source is that you do ultimately know that everything is energy and that love is the only thing that's real. And so there is a playground of diversity that you can, you know, have, have a, an okay experience with. But we're really talking about a lot of knowledge that goes into understanding these laws in order to get to that point of comfort and peace and knowing. You know, that's something you've won for yourself. That's something you went out and got. I mean, you had it there, but you realized it. And I think for a lot of folks, they don't have that. So the idea of just sort of letting things happen is pretty scary. Yeah, I you know. probably sound like a crazy person. No, it's it's called, you know, a, a wonderful trust. place of trust and, and trusting the process and trusting your children. Um, trusting that who they are and, and that source has got them and that what's happening to them is part of a, a beautiful un, un, unfolding, even though it's not necessarily always going to be very pretty. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. But pretty, pretty ain't always pretty. Yeah, know? I know. It, it is something where, well, you know, we, we've been talking about this idea of just being in the receptive mode. Which, which is something that really captures my attention because when I first got into the law of attraction work, it was about how do I make this desire happen? Here's my desire. And then how do I do the processes and do the affirmations and think the thoughts in order to make this desire happen? 
And as I've evolved over time and gotten this more tangible, personal relationship with source and, and locked into this energy more and more, I just want to get into the receiving mode. I just want to get into the wind current of this larger, broader me and let it rip. You know, I want to get out of the way of having to dictate what my desires are. I mean, I've got them, but do you know what I mean? I'm more, I'm, I'm more interested in this idea of just hooking up with my broader self, hooking up with that larger viewpoint and letting it take itself with me. Let it think me, you know, um, that to me is a more interesting stance than ever before. I'm less interested in kind of figuring out what my desires are, you know, Mm. It's a different place. It's a different place. It's it's a place of um, wanting to be probably more in surprised and delighted by what comes rather than controlling. Because I, I think ultimately that Source has a much bigger idea of me than me. You know, and I may think I know what I want. And I may think I know how things should full, unfold. But I, I, I'm really trusting that broader view that whole whole view that whole self view uh to to have a more significant understanding of of what what's possible you know in the field of all possibility and recently abraham has been talking about a lot about this idea of keeping current with yourself and what they mean by that is the current you is the vibrational you that's the vibrational you that they talk about in the vortex right that realized whole self that current you is actually hooked up with infinite intelligence and knows that everything that you've asked for is already available and more. Um, but oftentimes we get caught up in the reality view of what's happened, like what's in our bank account, what the status of our relationships are, what our health situations are. And we kind of claim a lot of issues. And frankly, anything that's already here in the manifested form is old news. And I love that mm-hmm. Abraham talks about that. You know, that this is old stuff. What What's in your bank account today is just old news. Mm-hmm. That's yesterday's vibration. You know, you know, it's so funny. I, I feel bad not knowing the exact specifics of which one she was talking about, but my nine year old likes to talk nonstop. And tonight, just moments before we started recording, she told me the story that her teacher had told her about some planet or star or something probably wasn't listening (laughs) to the exact name of it that blew up the light is just arriving here on the planet now but it already exploded Mm -hmm. and so it's exactly what you're talking about it's the delayed reaction the light years ahead yeah 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 so what's happening in our bank account today it's it's from old stuff it's not from our current vibration and that's kind of what what's interesting to think about is um the fact that you claim an issue could very be the thing that is stopping the perception of that fuller you that current you because we do get kind of connected comfortable with our issues like, oh, I have a problem with this, that, and the other thing. Or, oh, why we name? Well, we why we name things too? Yeah, like we, we call it a name, right? I mean, I hear people say that all the time. Well, oh, I have issues with money. I'm like, bite your tongue. Really? Is that this? You know? Well, I have issues with relationships, or I, I have. Well, I have always struggled with my body. It's like, oh my god, stop saying that. <laughs> You know, because we don't realize how powerful we are in the fact that we keep these vibration, these current vibrations. They See, they're, I, actually, they're, everything is new every moment, but we keep regurgitating that pattern. And here at the same time, our current self, our current up to the speed, bright, shiny, things are already done. Things are already connected. The right people, places and opportunities are just waiting to 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 show themselves to you in the physical and yet there's this old system happening you know i was writing a a blog um that i'll publish later on this week called you know the day all my problems went away and the day that my problems went away was i stopped claiming them as problems you know stopped having to name them because i think we have this false premise that if we name them and we dumpster dive with them and we figure it, we're going to wrestle them to the ground and then they'll go away, which is, of course, counterintuitive. It's, it's the opposite. Yep. 
Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm trying to be with you right now. I haven't done that in so long. I'm like, oh, what I what I'm actually excited about right now is that I forgot that I used to do that. But I just have to say I'm excited about that because I love that I forgot. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah. And also with um names, the naming thing reminds me of um when we say I have this, I have that, like I have Crohn's disease, I have whatever, you know, we have names of these things that we have allergies. I'm allergic to this. You know, how many times they say that are some things change so often. So something we used to be allergic to, we aren't allergic to anymore, but we haven't ever eaten it again or whatever. (laughs) So we never know that we're not allergic to it anymore. Yeah. I think we know we're so much more this flickering flame than we are hunks of meat you know this we see ourselves as and abraham always says this you know there are lumps on a chair you know we see ourselves as so dense and it makes sense because we're perceiving flesh and we're perceiving you know material and we're perceiving the vibration that is slowed down enough to become material but behind that and you know you don't have to take our word for it ask any physicist or quantum um, quantum physics professor, they'll tell you that it's all energy. It's this flickering flame. So things are changing in light speeds. And, um, you know, that really is where it gets interesting, where you can hook up with the energy of something. So that does have that ability to change. So if I, you know, release, and how do you release an issue? Well, it's not necessarily releasing the belief about it, because the belief has a lot of energy about it. But we always want to take it to the feel good flow. You know, how do you feel better in the moment? And how do you feel better about situations? And how do you release situations and really claim a new story, claim a story that's more generalized, that's broader in view, you know, and and this takes some practice, because for a lot of things, you know, if we go look at our bank account, and we're struggling with money, that triggers a whole see, I told you I have trouble with money, right? There's proof proof. Uh So it does take a bit of um, conscious redirecting to move into that receiving mode that says, that's no problem, because that's what I used to do. But now I'm feeling that the abundance is already here. And that I'm looking in for evidence in my everyday life about my abundance. And there's so much example of abundance, oxygen and leaves. And there's just so much abundance everywhere that I look, that I step into that broader view, you know, and I take my attention away from having any kind of quote unquote issue. And I think that's what, what Abraham keeps talking about being in the receptive mode. That when you're in that broader perspective, when you're caught up with your current you that has, you know, released those um, ideas and released any kind of, of resistance, that's when things start to pop in instantaneously. And simultaneous situations happen that used to seem miraculous. Mm-hmm. You know, money comes from unexpected sources. People come into your life that you, quote unquote, have been waiting for for a long time. And I think if we can just continue to test this in our own lives, we'll be able to see that this is this is hard law (laughs) built into this gorgeous spiritual energy realm. When we come back, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to listen to a little bit of Abraham talking about getting in the receiving mode and being in that place of really hooking up with that current you, that broader you that already knows that everything you've asked for is here. It's just a matter of shifting your perception so that you can bring it into this delicious, physical, manifested world just for the fun of it. We'll be back. You're listening to your feel good sisters here on unity online radio. Stay tuned. You know, the saying a good deed is its own reward. Well, moving toward a plant-based diet and vegan lifestyle is one kind and compassionate act that isn't just its own reward. It will also reward you with vibrant health, boundless energy, an easy way to keep your weight where you want it, and according to Yogi's and Unity's co-founder Charles Fillmore, even give a boost to your spiritual life. On Main Street Vegan, the radio program named for the popular book, Victoria Moran will make your move in a vegan direction easy, fun, affordable, and delicious. 
with enticing topics and entertaining guests every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Central Time, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Have you ever considered that everything you think, say, and do is a prayer to the universe? What would your life be like if you activated the power of yes? Join Reverend Beverly Molander and her exciting guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how they activated the power of yes in their lives, their communities, or even the world. If they can do it, you can too. Listen to Beverly Molander and her guests live every Monday at noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We now return to Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters Ray and Heather. It's time to feel good and allow all that has already been given. Welcome back to the show. You're listening to your Feel Good Sisters. This is Ray. And this is Heather. And we're so happy that you've joined us on this metaphysical day. Isn't that, aren't they all going beyond the physical, really looking at how our lives are so much more in the spiritual realm than in the physical. It's crazy how much the physical gets our attention when you think about the ratio of, of non-physical to physical, isn't it? <laughs> And for the weirdos out there like me, I was the opposite. I never understood my physical. I was so aware of my spiritual my whole life that I almost didn't know I had a body, which is also the other side of weird, you know. But I've met others like me, so it's really interesting to learn how to integrate into your body when you're so not aware of your body. Well, also, it's it's interesting to sort of when you have that concept of your spiritual self, your high self, your nature, non-physical nature, how it is that you translate reality versus someone who doesn't see that. It's a very different world. And I think you have to have such compassion and understanding for someone who doesn't have that knowledge and is only coming from what they see, taste, touch, hear. It's a very different existence. It was difficult for me growing up, I have to say. It's it's much easier for me now, but I still grapple with a lot of that. Um, just understanding that most people do have more of an awareness of their physical aspect. But it makes it for, makes for interesting, fun contrast. Yeah, absolutely. But I also think the fun part, too, is once you know, you know, you kind of get a sense of that broader metaphysical, non-physical place, you also want to have the experience of bringing things into the physical. I mean, that's still exciting. That's still a charge, if you will. It is fun to manifest. It is fun to say, oh, yeah, I thought of that. And now it came about. That's that's a thrill for being oh, on, yeah. on the planet. And so we want to dive into the physical as part of that playing field and not cut off either. It's sort of this wonderful dance between the physical and the non-physical and and enjoying that. And I know you were talking before the show, this idea of also moving in and out of alignment is part of the process. You know, we always talk about alignment, alignment, the vortex, but really, unless we move out of it, we can't have the delicious experience of moving into it. So it's sort of being in that place of receiving both. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, one of the most important things is to just be open to be surprised and delighted. And one of the things that happened this weekend, I um, was on an excursion. I went on a gondola ride and it was really fun. They were singing and um, talking about leadership. And the guy says, what's your top three, this, that, and the other thing. And so I'm like, oh, I'm just going to pull three things right now. So I'm like the path of least resistance and being open to having things roll out in a different way than you expect were two of my three things. Because sometimes we get so set on things showing up a certain way and then we get disappointed. But if we just are open to be open and see how things unfold, it, life is so much more exciting. 
It's like, yeah, and I love that because you're trusting the broader process. You're trusting that um, what is coming for you is, well, one part of it, as we talked about in the first part of the show, is that if we know that the universe is matching your broadcast, and we use that in quotes, like your energy, what your output is, and you're pretty sure that your output 51% of the time is is sweet, you know, <laughs> you can trust that what's going to show up is going to surprise and delight you. So we kind of have to know that. Yeah, I've been hanging out on that more broader vibrational side, which is, you know, sometimes we need help doing that. We need um, that place of of having support systems and tricks of the trade and different processes that we use to kind of get to that broader place where we kind of get to that point of like, let's see what happens. I know who my source is. I know who I am. I can hook up um, to whatever wants to unfold here and, and have sort of that sort of level of excitement as things unfold rather than, oh, if I can't control this or if I can't make it all happen, you know, I, I'm not being a powerful creator. It's an interesting, um, I think, deeper walk with source when we start to say, ah, let's just see what happens. Uh, I'm in a good place. I know that I've done that work. I know that I have shifted my mind and moved my heart to that open space. And now I'm I'm ready for more. That's a fun place to be. But I know oftentimes you know, when we are not there, it's good to reach out and have support. And I wanted to talk just a little bit before we return to our topic about ways that you can do that. And one of the sponsors of our show is doTERRA. And I know many of you have been hearing me talk about the essential oils for your health and your wealth and your well-being, but really using vibrational tools like essential oils to help you relax, to help you broaden your spectrum. And as some of you may know, with aroma and the power of vibration, just smelling a powerful, you know, organic oil can shift your brain chemistry, can shift how you're thinking. And that gets us exciting. So I want to call out and thank our sponsor, doTERRA. Um, I specifically am using Balance this week, which is an amazing blend of cinnamon and spruce and blue tansy and frankincense and chamomile. And I diffuse it in my house. And, um, and it's amazing how you can have some assistance along the way. So if you want to learn more about how to use essential oils to affect your energy, your alignment, your power of attraction, check out our website, everydayattraction.com, and you'll see our, um, in our feel good products area, doTERRA. And also we have the ability to offer some amazing pricing on some of those oils. So check it out. We can, we can definitely be, um, of assistance to each other. So thank you, doTERRA, which means gift of the earth, hundred percent therapeutic, great essential oils. And also don't forget on our website, we also have the ability for you to book a session with our very own Heather, alignment coach and channel extraordinaire. Really what Heather's offering is looking for those who are influencers in business. She's offering a special for this summer. For those of you who are leaders in your business, your entrepreneurs, you're really someone who is considered a visionary or someone who is looking to lead with source. Um, that is really where Heather's uh, experience and know-how is so powerful. She brings these principles into your work, into your life, into your business. Again, this is for visionaries, for those of you who want to go big in your life, in your business, leading with source. And as Abraham always says, one person connected in alignment is more powerful than a million who are not. So don't go it alone. Book a session. Um, have an opportunity to work with Heather. She's an a, incredible ally as you become more and more who you really are. So check that out, everydayattraction.com. Book a session. So we're talking on the show today about how to be in that real point of receptivity. How can you get yourself mind, body, and soul so that you are living from that current evolved whole you who's who's really seen that what you're asking for is already here. And when contrast does happen, you're really not, you're not, it doesn't trigger you. It doesn't bring you to that point of shutting down, but opens you up into a place of being interested, interested in what's happening, trusting that process. We call that being in the receptive mode. And it's something that Abraham has been talking a lot about recently and something that has really caught our imagination. And we're constantly asking ourselves, you know, if I done, have I, 
done everything I could today as I come into my day to be in the receptive mode to be receiving all that I've asked for. And so I'm going to play a little bit from a recent Abraham Hicks workshop where they talked again about getting into the receiving mode and then we'll dive a little bit deeper from there. So let's play a little bit of that track. And again, we play just a little bit in hopes and in knowing that you'll go to the abraham-hicks.com website and order all these delicious tracks and maybe even go to a workshop yourself. So here's a little bit of getting into the receiving mode. Yesterday I asked you a question about wanting to feel what it feels like to want something. Yeah. And uh, last night after what you shared with me about my vortex being over here and it will get better, I got to thinking about that receiving mode that you just actually shared. And my question that I came up with was, how can I get well what my understanding is to get in that receiving mode I need to feel better vibrationally to be able to see to get in the receiving mode you have to put the umbrella down that's blocking it it's there unless you're doing something that keeps you from receiving well did you hear that before you move on just take that in What's blocking it? Not so much what's blocking it, but that something is. So when you don't do that thing you're doing, then you get into the receiving mode. So the thing is, we don't want you to fixate or even try to ferret out what it is. We just want you to recognize when you're doing it and then try to do something else. But if you let too much momentum go before you're aware, then you can't let it go. Law of attraction won't let you. So you have to catch it in the early subtle stages. So the answer to your question is... You have to realize that the receiving mode is always being broadcast to you. And if you've got your umbrella up that's blocking it, then there's negative emotion present to let you know you're doing it. If you catch that in the early subtler stages, then you can turn your attention to something that doesn't block it. And as you begin to repeat that pattern, unblock, 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 no longer block, no longer block, no longer block, no longer block, then the receiving mode becomes steadier and sure and more reliable. You begin to trust it more and more and more. Until you do some of that, nothing that we say is going to make any real sense to you. You're just going to argue with us. No, well, I agree with you. (laughs) I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to argue at all, but my vortex is over there, and honestly, I feel thankful and full of gratitude that I don't feel like I used to feel. I'm happy. I feel relieved that I don't feel bad anymore inside. And if that's the case and I feel happy, let us say something to you because you're in this open place where you're really going to hear this. As relief is to despair, ecstasy is to relief. In other words, there's so much more good stuff for you. And that's what you want. That's the desire that is rampant within you. So why can't I see what's in there? When will I see what's in the vortex? When you get past relief. So it's okay and to into just the feel relief? Mode. Yeah. Right now? Because relief is on the path. And what you just said, those were the perfect, most productive words that you could ever say. I feel so much better where I am. For a while, Esther was saying things like, it just feels good not to be sad all the time. Yes, that's how I feel. It feels good. It's certainly not enough, but thanks for that. Yeah. So, to feel that ecstasy, right? How do or clarity, or clarity, or friskiness, or vitality. Well, something, to feel something, okay? Because my biggest thing that I honestly feel when I feel something is just, when I see the sunrise and the sunset and it's the only thing really in my life that I feel sort of moved by everything else just pales but what you're doing this is you putting your umbrella back up is it? this conversation is you putting your umbrella back up because you're talking about what you're not feeling and how you don't feel well that's the only thing I feel though but no that's not true because just a minute ago you told us you felt relief and that's far different you were feeling the relationship between despair and relief right that was moving in the right direction that was umbrella down that was on your path but now the statements that you're making are contrary to that it's like you've turned in the opposite direction but which part which feeling will show me what's in my vortex relief or 
what I feel in the sunrise. I mean, and if you say, I know you're feeling happy or raise my vibration, it's like, well, what will make me feel better? Because if that's the only thing that I really feel better over, then what, what else is there to feel better about? You're right, life sucks. <laughs> and isn't the things that are in the vortex just all my ego stuff anyway? And is that really... My oh, truth. In your vortex is clarity, in your vortex is knowing, in your vortex is the vibration of who you are, in the vortex is everything you become, in your vortex is all that you've become, in your vortex is the source within you, in your vortex is clarity, in your vortex is absolute awareness of worthiness. In other words, don't downplay your vortex just because you can't see it. So that's, try to muster a little faith about it. So technically it's like stepping, that's who I really am, is in the vortex. Yeah, but you know, because of people just like you... <laughs> who we adore we are not talking so much about the vortex we're talking more about the path because so many of you we kept saying get into the vortex get into the vortex get into the vortex and then you start saying well how do I get in how do I get in it was an analogy to help you realize that you're wanting to achieve vibrational alignment with it so we began saying it in a way that maybe you could hear better that it's calling you and you don't have to get all the way in in order to feel better you just have to move in the direction of it you just have to let your path call you instead of being resistant to your path some years ago when we were talking about the emotional scale and we were talking about despair and we were talking about if you're in despair and you find revenge revenge is an improvement over despair Right. Now, most people would not encourage revenge because they liked you better when you were depressed and left them alone. But now you're in rage and resentment and revenge. Now you're a problem to them. But we encourage the improvement in the way you feel. But we don't want you to stay in revenge or in guardedness or in fear. We want you to move into more and more ease, into more and more relief, into more and more hopefulness. We don't even want you to stay in hope very long. Hope is full of resistance. Hope is, I want it, but that's what hope is. Hope's got all right. kinds of resistance I don't in like it. hope. I don't, I don't. I've learned not to hope. Just listen to us just for a little bit further here because we're making a very strong association for you that this emotional scale that we're wanting you to allow yourself to move up and like the cork that floats when you stop holding it under the water, your vibration will raise when you stop beating the drum of the things that are keeping you active in a vibration that is not serving you. So the relationship of your vibration raising up the emotional scale and this allowing yourself to move in the direction of your path is the same analogy just told in a different way so here's some questions for you and as you answer them you'll feel better because we know you know the answers if we didn't know that you know the answer we wouldn't ask the question so you know the answers to these and it will lead you into what you're reaching for we got to take a quick break. You're listening to Everyday Attraction. We're listening to some delicious Abraham getting in the receiving mode, and we'll be right back after the break. Ever notice that there might be something not quite right, but you just can't put your finger on it? We may describe it as an inner stirring, a restlessness, a yearning to find our way home to our heart and higher purpose. Some of us may feel like we are living on borrowed time, that despite our accomplishments, what was once so important to us now just feels empty and meaningless. If you find your heart longing, wanting, looking for a path home to authenticity and purpose, join us for transformation, inspiration, hope, and possibility. Move toward your higher calling. Listen to The Call of Spirit with Evelyn Foreman and tune in to Possibility every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Central Time here on Unity Online Radio.
Just like life, grief is a journey, not a destination. Whether it is loss of life, relationship, security, or simply the process of change, have you given yourself permission to begin your journey of grief? Have you yielded to the gift of grace? Join Reverend Chaz Wesley every Thursday at 5 p.m. Central on a virtual navigation from grief to grace and explore new horizons of empowerment, significance, and support only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'll light a candle in your name. Don't think about it. Let it unfold. Let it... You've been listening to Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters Ray and Heather. To learn more about Ray and Heather, check out their website at everydayattraction.com or email us at everydayattraction at unityonlineradio.org. Your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed. Welcome back from the break. You're listening to Everyday Attraction here with your Feel Good Sisters. We were just listening to an Abraham track, and we just didn't quite get enough under before the break, so we're going to go right back to it, getting into the receiving mode, and then we'll talk a little bit more about it. Here we go. Is anyone wondering why she's back in the chair today? (laughs) The reason that she's back in the chair today is because her desire is proportionately so much stronger than her resistance because she's on the brink of releasing resistance and she represents every one of you relative to something where there's something that you really really want that you are disallowing seemingly stubbornly it's not a deliberate attempt to block what is wanted it's a pattern of thought that is blocking what is wanted so since she is on the brink of a breakthrough in understanding and it will facilitate everyone we think it is worth doing so do you agree that there are two vibrational aspects of you or anyone yes so you acknowledge that you have an inner being yes and you acknowledge that you came from that but that that currently exists absolutely and do you agree that through life you have asked for more than you've allowed yourself to receive yeah and so do you believe that you have asked for more than your inner being has received in other words do you believe that your inner being has received the things that you're asking for even though you like almost everybody else has been blocking it from yourself Yes. So you agree that your inner being is over there with all your stuff. Right. (laughs) And completely fixated on you, calling you, calling you, calling you, calling you, loving you, knowing you, encouraging you, not watching for the right moment because never not offering it if it's not a right moment. In other words, your inner being is saying, oh, yeah, give it to her now. She's ready now. Your inner being is just always flowing it, always being it, always calling you. And in your occasional relaxing, you move a little bit toward it. But then you get your monkey mind in there and you reason yourself into resistance and then you don't feel the flow anymore. So it's really about agreeing or acknowledging that source is calling you, aware of you, loving you, calling you. And that often you are feeling the impulse and you are going. The less you focus on those moments when you know for sure you're not doing it. And that's what almost every word that you offer to us in the form of a question is about. It's like you saying to us over and over and over again, but why aren't I moving in? Why am I not getting further? That's the answer to the question. The question is the answer to itself. I'm not going because I keep asking why I'm not going. (laughs) I'm not going because I keep asking why I'm not there. And what we want to convey to you in a way that you can really feel it is that you are going and that you are there. You are going and you are there. You are going. You are going. You're often there. You're closer to a longer sustaining of it every day. And so do you 
agree that your inner being is aware of you? Yes. And do you agree that your inner being is calling you? Yes. And do you agree that sometimes you hear it? And do you agree that when you're out there enjoying the sunrise or the sunset, that you're really hearing it? Really? So, yes. 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 <laughs> so just allow yourself more moments like that and stop trying to orchestrate it because Source knows. You see, Source is not ever going to give up. Source is not ever going to stop offering. And each time you acknowledge what you've done to allow that breakthrough, then you can consciously, more deliberately, do that more often. So look for more feelings that the sunset gives me yeah. and the sunrise. Or, well, like, okay, well, that's pretty powerful stuff. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, I mean, it is. Is there an in-between? <laughs> but, I mean, because if I feel relief and good that I don't feel relief. Shut up. Okay. Cut that out. Because that's what Put your umbrella up. It's like you say, oh, the sun is so beautiful. All I want is the feel of the sun on my yeah, face. That's it. Then you put the umbrella up and you say, where did it go? Where is the sun? Oh. Oh. <laughs> so it's still there. <laughs> Good to know, isn't it? Good to know. Thank you. Everyone is appreciating you. Everyone is. We were just listening to a recent uh, workshop from Abraham Hicks. And again, we encourage you to go to their website at abraham-hicks.com and, and get the uh, entire track there. This is a 2015 track from, uh, from Asheville. So Heather, I thought, you know, that process was was so interesting and and what she revealed was was so telling in this idea of this umbrella that we put, mm -hmm. that we put up it's so clear right and then but then the thing is that you don't fix the umbrella <laughs> it's not about figuring out what the umbrella is and fixing it it's just being aware that the umbrella is going up based on negative emotion and then finding relief yeah, I love thinking about, they probably were doing a visual, like putting the umbrella up in the air. Um, and then where's the sun? Oh, it's still there. Like, <laughs> oh, just because I can't see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist or it's not there. Yeah. And, and really, you know, understanding that it is always there and that that inner being you, that source you already has everything that you've asked for and is calling you, calling you, broadcasting. And it's about hooking up with that broadcast. But if the umbrella is always going out, and I think what you heard in that particular track was that this constant in the head, trying to figure it out, trying to make it happen, try to getting into the vortex, just so much work. Effort. Yeah. And it is that relaxing, that you know, really understanding that that source is calling you, that it's never going to stop calling you, and that negative emotion is just an indication that you've put an umbrella up. So find a way to relax, find a way to step back from that, to remember who you are, to know that everything always works out for you, to go to those general places. And that's all it is. It's a pivoting, allowing more of those sunrise, sunset moments you know, acknowledging your breakthrough, acknowledge that you're doing that. I think we're so hard on ourselves in this process, you know, and then you have the spiritual shut up. I love that. It's like, <laughs> it's beautiful. Wouldn't it be nice if, I mean, we all have those friends or our parents or whatever, where we would just want to say, can you just shut up? I just, <laughs> and to enjoy the silence, you know, like so beautiful. Yeah. But I think the key, like you said, is to not be so hard on ourselves. We're not doing it wrong. You've never done it wrong. You'll never get it done. It's all perfect. So how can you just start where you are right now and be, I am, I am now here, you know? Um, I love that phrase. I am now here instead of I am nowhere, mm -hmm. the same spelling. Um, and just start from here and just, appreciate all that all that is even when you don't have it quite right yet even when you don't have what what it is you think you're wanting and I think returning to that inner state I mean it, we think sometimes that if we 
you know, move things around on the physical plane. And, you know, we, we try to make something different or make someone different that will feel better and that will, will be closer to having what we want. But really, as you know, as we know, this is an inside job. So returning to that inner state of inner peace and, you know, and just letting, letting yourself be reminded that the outer circumstances will reconfigure and straighten themselves out as you move more deeply into that inner space of peace and knowing. And we're so powerful and the universe moves so quickly when we take the umbrella down and we say, ah, there's the sun again, always there, always there. Um, Uh. You know, again, our perception is our reception, our ability to perceive that we have moved into a state of resistance and then not figuring out why or who did it or what for, but just learning how to let it go. Yeah. You know, um, one of my favorite things to do, cause I love to travel and I have a goal to see the whole wide world. And so I love being on airplanes and I love that feeling of flying up above the clouds and looking out the window and seeing just clouds underneath you. And so whenever you feel like that umbrella's up, you know, um, you can just imagine being up above the umbrella even, you know, and, and knowing the cloud is the, not the cloud, sorry, the sun is always shining somewhere in the world, whether you can see it out the window or it's on the other side of the planet, but it's always shining. So just envision that like we don't have to move the umbrella but just to know that the sun is shining somewhere is enough at least for me (laughs) yes and I, i love that there is um that knowledge and that continual returning to that broader self that broader view and and knowing that that vibrational you is holding the emotions and feelings in accordance with what it is that you're wanting and asking for that it already has it done and that and that you're really just trying to tune into that it's not like you're trying to create it but when you get to that point, and I think that, that you know this, you get to this undisturbable place, and that's not really a word, but I just made it up, undisturbable place where um, you are kind of high above the, the sort of very, you know, naughty place on the ground where there's a lot of resistance. You kind of are floating a little bit and, and seeing that if you can spend more and more time there. Um, that things do have a way of working themselves out. If There's a little bit of a proving ground here where when you do this enough and you start to see that, as Abraham says, most problems do actually work themselves out, um, that you begin to trust that process and know that that is really the only work is to get into that receiving mode, to get into that non-resistant place. The rest is not your job. And I, and I do think in this sort of law of attraction understanding that that's new information for a lot of us because we're still trying to create the vortex, not just experience it. You know, we're still trying to um, get it right, to to make ourselves different. We're still in that, you know, self-improvement kind of modality. But, you know, the physical reality is constantly changing and moving. And if we can just get to that broader point, I think we are surprised and delighted in the way that things change and mold and and um, and become really what it is that we're that we're wanting and and more. Mm. and more and more it is an exciting place to be when you hold both the physical and the non-physical to hold the inner being you and the personality you the, I, I think it's so so powerful to understand that there is a dichotomy there that there is a difference between esther and abraham and it's a blessed difference it's not a oh i just wish esther was all, abraham all the time no we love that there is that personality you and the broader you to to really love the exchange and the journey that happens between those two energies and and those types of of translations um but it is so important to be able to perceive the abraham in you so that the esther you can enjoy the contrast can enjoy the unfolding um and of course you know we talk about the blended being and wanting to be more continuation but we're, we're always going to have those two parts of ourselves as long as we are on the planet uh, that's part of what Abraham is telling us part of the modality of being physical is to understand that there are two two different 
I, I don't like the two-headed monster. That used to, they talk a lot about your two-headed monster, and I know that was tongue-in-cheek, but I know there's probably different ways that we can describe the, the sort of vastness of energy between our small self and our whole self. Yeah, I think of it just um, simple, kind of like um, there's the non-physical and the physical, and the non-physical is almost like the air that we breathe, and the physical is our physical body, and we're 90% non-physical, so we're 90% source. You know, I just think of it simple. I tr- I mean, I don't know. I'm a very simple person. Um, just keep it in the breath. That's what I do. And the believing and the knowing of that broader self and this, and just knowing that that knowledge and the stepping into that broader self is really all that we're asked to do, and that the rest is part of the ride. Um, that doesn't mean everything will go perfectly well. Quite the opposite. Sometimes the most explosive things can happen when you hook up with your broader self for long periods of time, because now Source knows that you're, you know, that you're up for for the real ride. You know? Oh my gosh. I had a client this morning it was our first session and I was, she's a VIP influencer and we were talking about, you know, like shifting into this big space of influencing and creating this big energy. And she had three huge, terrible things go wrong today. So she called me at the end of the day going, we did all this amazing work this morning. And then all the poop hit the fan, as you say it. And I said, Perfect. Yes. Like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, well, first of all, when you energetically, when you make a big, huge energetic shift, I, I used to have a mentor that said he knew he made it big when people started talking crap about him. <laughs> um, because when you move up the vibrational scale and move up that frequency, there's going to be resistance for others who are not able to, you know, who aren't choosing to move up with you. So there's going to be some contrast and that just happens. It's okay. It's not bad. It's not wrong. And it's not about you. (laughs) Yeah. But it's fun to, it's actually fun to know that because otherwise you think that's, that there's something, you know, that's gone terribly wrong and, and really it's gone terribly right. And being able to, to really move in and out of, that um, those realities, but it, it feels so good to perceive that broader self and to be able to bask in that broader self and to know that's truly the work is to continue to turn your face to the sun and remember that no matter what, it is always shining somewhere in consistent, beautiful broadcast, full color. So we've come to the end of our hour. We hope that something you've heard this hour will remind you how to be in the receiving mode to move more quickly into all that you are and more because it is so fun to live in that space and then come play on the delicious physical field. So thank you, Heather, for joining me in this hour. And as always, feel good, sister. Feel good, sister. See you next time. Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters, Ray and Heather. Join them every Friday, 10 a.m. Pacific, noon Central on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended. Everyday Attraction is sponsored by Send Out Cards. Check out www.sendoutcards.com slash attraction. Bring more appreciation into the world. Send a card of appreciation and gratitude today. Sendoutcards.com slash attraction. What is the key to happiness? Would you like to find the fountain of youth? How about all the money and love that you could handle? Well, my friends, it is there for you. You just need to strip off the false beliefs that keep your divine inheritance from being attracted into your life. You need to be real. Be vulnerable. Be naked. What are you waiting for? Let's get naked. This transformational program with Reverend Heidi Alfrey is an invitation to explore and remove the blocks that keep you from emotional freedom. Listen to Heidi and her revealing guests as they embrace the power of spiritual nakedness as a guaranteed way to live an authentic and transparent life. 
Expose yourself to your greatness on Mondays at 3 p.m. Central Time. Let's get naked. No dress code required. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You gotta get rid of your butt. It's bigger than it would appear. It hinders your forward movement when you keep bringing up the rear. Have you ever considered that everything you think, say, and do is a prayer to the universe? What would your life be like if you activated the power of yes? Join Reverend Beverly Molander and her exciting guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how they activated the power of yes in their lives, their communities, or even the world. If they can do it, you can too. Listen to Beverly Molander and her guests live every Monday at noon Central, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, only on Unity Online Radio the voice of an awakening world.